Hey guys, welcome to the Voice Over Nations broadcast. I'm your host, Kerry B. I am so glad that you tuned in on today. I have another very exciting lesson. We're speaking about the law of honor, dishonor. We're talking about the prophet's reward. Now, the prophet's reward is the reward that is on the life of a prophet. It is given by God. It could be uh, all different types of blessings and opportunities that you may need. There's a good side. There's a bad side. I want to talk about the bad side of the prophet's reward tonight. Speaking about the prophet Moses. And I want to talk about racism in the church. Now, let's look at honor once again. Honor means to treat as valuable. To treat as precious. To respect and appreciate. When you dishonor someone, you treat them as nothing. They're common, ordinary. You have a lack of respect for them. You treat them just like anybody else. You know, as you know better than anyone else. You know better than me. So you diss them and you dishonor them. And it's a bad thing to dishonor anyone, particularly as it relates to the life of a prophet. As I said that Moses is a prophet, this is what the Bible says. The Bible says this. It says it in Deuteronomy, the 34th chapter, and the 10th verse. It says, There has never been another prophet in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. There has never been another prophet in Israel, the Bible says, like the prophet Moses, who God talked with face to face. Now, our lesson for tonight is coming from um, the book of Numbers. We're going to examine the 12th chapter of the book of Numbers. And I want to talk about Moses' sister and brother. It says in the first verse of Numbers 12, Then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Cushite woman he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. Oh yeah. And they said, Has Lord, has the Lord only spoken through Moses? Look at this dishonor. Has he not also spoken through us? And the Lord heard it. And they said, in the third verse, it says, Now the man Moses was very humble, more so than any man on the face of the earth. And the Lord spoke immediately to Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. The three of you come to the tent of meeting. So the three of them went. And the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud and stood at the entrance of the tent. He then called Aaron and Miriam, and they both came forth. And the Lord said, Hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known to him in a vision, or I will speak with him in a dream. My servant Moses is not like this. He is faithful in all my house. With him, I will speak face to face, openly and not with riddles, and he will see the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? 
and the anger of the Lord burned against them and he departed. And when the cloud departed from above the tent, Miriam became leprous as snow. Then Aaron looked at Miriam and she was leprous. So Aaron said to Moses, O oh my Lord, please do not hold this sin against us in which we have acted foolishly and have sinned. Do not let her be like a baby born dead whose flesh is half consumed when it comes out of its mother's womb. And then Moses cried to the Lord, Heal her now, O God. And the Lord said to Moses, If her father had only spit in her face, would she not have been disgraced for seven days? Shut her out from the camp seven days, and afterwards she can come and be brought back in again. So Miriam was shut outside of the camp for seven days, and the people did not journey on until Miriam was brought back in. And after that, the people moved from Hazaroth and camped in the wilderness of Paran. want to speak about racism in the church. Moses was a preacher, a preacher slash prophet. Miriam was a worship leader and Aaron was a priest. You have a preacher, a worship leader, and a priest. And you can say they're in the house of God at the tent of meeting. And here it is, Moses' brother and sister that had been with him the whole time. They see how God is using Moses and they get jealous. Let me back up just for a few moments. First of all, Moses had been raised in Egypt by Pharaoh as Pharaoh's son. And around the age of 40, he left from out of the land of Egypt. He ran because he murdered a man and buried him in the sand. So he runs and he camps out for 80 years. Then one day he's herding sheep or so forth. He sees a bush burning, but it's not consumed. And as Moses turns around to watch this spectacular event, he hears a voice call out. It's the voice of the Lord. God tells him, take off your sandals because the place you're standing is holy ground. And God starts to speak to Moses. He tells him, he says, I've heard the cry of my people. And I've seen how they have been oppressed over the years. And Moses, I want to raise you up as my deliverer to deliver them from out of the hands of oppression of Pharaoh. So Moses starts backing away, backing up, trying to back out. He said, Lord, send someone else. He said, because I can't speak. My voice is not right. I, I stutter, so forth. 
And God becomes angry at Moses. And he said, well, your brother's on the way. He said, I'll use your brother. So God not only raised up Moses, but he raises up his brother Aaron. And eventually raises up their sister Miriam. And they had seen God do all of these spectacular things. How God had brought the plagues and all these, these great miracles that God had done. But they still had a problem with race. Because the Bible lets us know that Miriam and Aaron had a problem with Moses because he married a black Cushite Ethiopian woman. And they were angry to the point they started to talk among themselves. Is Moses the only one that God speaks through? Has he not also spoken through us? So what are they doing? They are dishonoring the prophet. They're dishonoring the prophet to the point where God heard what they were saying. They were trying to compare themselves to Moses and they didn't realize that Moses was on a different level. So now they're getting together and they're talking. Here comes the talking committee. People that start running their mouth. They done start speaking. They form in a committee to talk about you. But God heard what they said. Because Moses was a prophet of deliverance. God had raised him up to deliver his people. And God could not stand his own family talking about him behind his back. Because they were jealous and they had racial issues in their heart. Because they thought that this Cushite Ethiopian woman was not good enough for their brother. They could not stand for him to be with a black woman. That's the truth. So they had racial issues. Just like it was back then, those same issues are today. Don't let anyone fool you. Not that much has changed since then. So they had these issues within themselves, not just because of that Cushite woman, but because of the level of authority and power that God had given Moses. They wanted the same seat of power. They wanted to walk in the same office as a prophet, but God had not called them to that level. God called them to do what they were doing. And this is how churches split a lot of times. 
Because when God is using someone for his purpose to do good, the devil will get into people and they'll form their little committees and then they'll start talking. And the next thing you know, the church is split because someone is behind the scenes talking and they don't realize that God is listening. Well, God heard this conversation and God was about to answer. And so the Lord spoke and he says, uh, Moses is a very humble man. He's the most humblest man on the face of the earth. And so the Lord called these three siblings together. And he said, I want you to come to the tent of meetings because I need to talk to y'all. And when they went over to the tent of meetings, the Bible says that God came down in a pillar of cloud and stood at the entrance of the tent. He stood there at the entrance of the tent. And then he called Aaron and Miriam, Moses' brother and sister. And both of them came forward. And the Lord said, now, I want you to hear something. Hear my words. He said, because if there's a prophet among you, he said, I make myself known in visions. And I speak to them in dreams. He said, but with your brother, my servant Moses, it is not like that. He's faithful in all my house. He said, with him. I don't speak to Moses, this prophet, in visions and dreams. But I speak to Moses face to face. I don't speak to him in dark sayings and riddles. He, he said, I come down and I speak to him face to face. Face to face. He said, he, he's even seen my form. And he said, because I've done this, because you knew that I did this. You knew that he was special to me. You knew that he was a prophet of God. And God said, why were you not afraid to speak against him? This is a warning to someone listening. That's speaking against the leaders that God has placed in your life. It's a dangerous thing. And I'm speaking about the prophet's reward, but I'm speaking about any person in leadership authority, whether they're a pastor or elder or whoever, and you behind the scenes and you are talking about them behind their back to others. Now you have a spirit of confusion and division that's running through the circle that you're in, running throughout the church, and you're the main one that started it. And you don't understand that the God that's unseen is listening. And now because you are dishonoring that leadership, that pastor, or whoever that person is, or that prophet, because you have dishonored them, you're about to reap the prophet's reward. Because as I said before, there's a good side of the prophet's reward and there's a bad side there's a side that brings a blessing and there's a side that brings a curse you don't ever want to be on the curse side because it's terrible 
I spoke to you guys um, in one of my previous lessons and I was speaking about Ambimelech. He was a king and he had taken Abraham's wife Sarah and he was planning on having sex with her and God appeared to him in a dream and said I'm gonna kill you because you have taken a married man's wife he was about to die so it's dangerous so for any person that's operating in these levels of deceit and division you're about to mess up because dishonor it breeds dishonor honor breeds honor so I want you to listen to what the Lord says. He says, why were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? The ninth verse says, the anger of the Lord burned against them and he departed. And when the cloud departed from above the tent, Miriam, the one that had all of this mouth, Miriam, the worship leader, became as leprous and as white as snow. Then Aaron looked at Miriam and she was leprous. Not just her hands, not just her feet, her whole entire body. It became white as snow. She was dead white. She was pale white, worse than pale. She had turned into a leper just like that because she spoke against the prophet of the Lord she spoke and, and she conspired to do evil behind his back she dishonored him with her thoughts with her words that man could have married any race of woman he wanted to but she was mad because the woman was black. How dare he marry a black woman? My God, God heard it because he hates racism. And God moved quick. God said, since you want to be white so bad, and you got a problem with race. Let me show you how you really look bad. Boy, I, I imagine if, if Miriam would have had a mirror and she would have looked in the mirror, whew, she probably scared herself to death. That's how bad it was. She was white as snow. Now listen. Mm. Now, her brother is speaking out. So he runs to the same one him and his sister have been talking about. And he said, oh my Lord, please don't hold this sin against us. Now, now you realize it's sin. It was sin when you was doing it. Oh, but now you realize, oh, please don't hold this sin against us. Better be glad it ain't me. It wasn't me. Now don't hold this sin against us. Would you go and talk to God for... Would you go and talk to God for us? Because we were wrong. Whew. 
said we acted foolishly. We have sinned. Do not let her be like a baby born dead. She looked like a dead baby, an adult dead baby. That's what she looked like. He said, whose flesh is half consumed when it comes out of the mother's womb, like a baby that doesn't have any blood in it. That's how bad she looked. She was a walking dead woman because she dishonored the prophet of God. That was her prophet's reward. That's the bad side of the prophet's reward. She got just what she released. She sold dishonor and she received a seed, a harvest of dishonor back. And that seed of that harvest of dishonor was she looked like a dead baby, an adult dead baby, white as snow. Now look at this man of honor, Moses. Moses cried out to the Lord. Heal her now. Lord, Lord, please heal my sister. And God said to Moses, if a father had spit in her face, she would have been disgraced for seven days. God said, kick her out the camp for seven days. Because she disgraced you, she disgraced your office also, and she disgraced me. Kick her out the camp. Let her go. She's leprous. Let her go to the leprous camp. Who? The worship leader. The one that was lifting up her hands in the church, praising God. Horabashanda. Praising the Lord. Giving God glory. Mm, the one on her knees bowed down before his throne. That's the one that got kicked out. Yeah, a uh, yeah, huh. She got kicked out. She got kicked out of the house of God, out of the presence of God. Now, everybody in the camp is talking. What happened to the worship leader? She out because she was operating in sin. I think this is a judgment on the church, 21st century church, too. So a lot of times you see patterns in the past, they come back and God is getting ready to judge his house. Saints, don't don't play around with it because he is. So so God said, kick out, kick out, kick out the camp. Let us stay out there seven days. So so Aram, Miriam, she's out the camp for seven days. Hmm. Shut out for seven days. And the whole camp could not move because she had been shut out. She was a leader. She was a leader in the church. She was a leader in this movement that God had brought the, the, this, this, these brothers and sisters together. Talking about family. This is what family did. This is not even what the people did. This is what family did. Family did this. Because something rose up in family that you rise in higher than we are. And I can't stand that, so I'm going to talk about you. So she stayed kicked out of the camp for seven days. When she came back in, she was shamed. She was embarrassed. 
because everyone knew what she did. When she went to the leper's camp, they looked and saw the head worship leader coming. I imagine they just like, what in the world is going on? You, you over here with us. And you were just praising God the other day. It happened just like that. That's why you have to be careful what you're saying. And careful how you dishonor. Because both of them, they dishonored this prophet. I read the scripture which says that uh, Moses was a prophet of God. And this is the prophet's reward that she received on her life. Hitting <sighs> this crazy? All because she was the main one talking about this black woman. That he married this Ethiopian Cushite woman. She got angry. And then both of them started talking about their leadership levels. I'm the one, Aaron probably was saying, I'm the one doing all the talking. Moses don't even talk. He can't even hardly speak. He stutters so far. I'm the spokesperson. God using me too. And God may be telling him what to tell me to say, but he's still using me. It's bad to do that. It'll bring judgment on your life. It'll bring judgment on your family. If Moses had not interceded for her, if he had not shown her honor, because that's what he did. He showed her honor. She showed him dishonor. Honor always restores. You remember the prodigal son, how he dishonored his father? And in the end, his father honored him and restored him. The same way with Moses. He got dishonored. He interceded on behalf. He talked to God. He prayed to God. God heard him. If Moses had not interceded on her behalf, do you know what restored her? It was the honor seed of forgiveness that Moses showed to both of them. It was that honor seed that Moses showed that allowed her to be brought back into the camp because if he had not prayed for her, she would have stayed a leper all the days of her life. Because God did not play back then. He doesn't play now. Thank God for grace. Because some of the things that we do now, you would die for. So Moses, he sows an honor seed. But whatever you sow, that's what you reap. And by that seed he sowed, she got a harvest of healing. And God allowed her to come back into the camp to do what she was doing before. But I guarantee you this, they never did that again. She never compared herself again to that particular prophet. I can tell you that. Her and her brother never got together and said another word about Moses. I bet you that. Because they knew then that God hears our conversation. Just as God heard their conversation, he hears yours. What are you saying in secret? What are you saying when you get together with your friends or your family? Who are you, who, who are you talking about? What are you talking about? Because God hears you. Everything you say is recorded. And matter of fact, when you're saying stuff, 
It gives the devil a legal reason to stop your blessing because he takes those same things before God. He is the accuser of the brethren. He takes them before God and he says, God, this is why you cannot release this because they have sin in this. You get there and you trade on the trading floors of hell and you bind yourself and then you end up blaming God because God has not blessed you. It's a powerful, powerful story here. All of the church needs to really hear this one. Guys, I'm so glad that you tune in tonight. Speaking about the law of honor, dishonor, particularly as it relates to the prophet's reward. You see the reward that this worship leader got because of her racist views. It almost took a life. And I pray that if you have a heart of racism, a division in you, leave it at the feet of Calvary and ask the Lord to cleanse your heart, repent of that sin, because it's evil and God hates it. Praise God. Many blessings to you guys. I thank you once again for tuning in. This is Voice Over Nations broadcast. I'm Kerry B., prophet of the Lord with a pastor's heart. I love you with the love of God. I ask that you share this broadcast because the church needs to hear this one. Praise God. From my Vaughn.radio family all the way from South Africa. Guys, have a blessed day, and we'll talk soon.